Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We are here today to put the her in. <laughs> Do you not have one, or I are have you just one. okay? I have one. We are here every week now. I'm just curious as if it's a real word, or if you're just fitting, fitting something. In. I bet my dad knows what it is. We are here. I mean, today. I think I know too. Okay. Honestly, we are here today to put the her in. in- Delker. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I was gonna go with Powher team. Oh, Powher, oh. Powher, oh, okay. Powher. But also, <laughs> yes. also that. Yeah. Hi, I am. My name is Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. Joy is not my only co-host today because the thing about Joy and I and the show that we do <laughs> is that um, sometimes we have people that show up and they're really famous and they're like, "Can we please be on Ooh. your show?" Like, please, please let me be on your show. I need more listeners. (laughs) And they show up. So today, and there he is. So today, not only is my dad here. um, There he is. Uh, Joy's dad, Todd Friel, is not here. (laughs) Nope. Not yet. He's a busy guy. I could arrange that someday. We should have a, yeah, like... I can introduce you to if you'd like. Yeah, <laughs> we should get that on video. Okay, be like dad and daughter reunited. <laughs> um, some people still don't know. I still get messages at least once a week. Hey, like I had no idea your dad was James White. Um, and it he just is. it happens all the time. So Dr. White is here, <clears throat> and um, I'm really surprised you allowed me on though after what happened a few weeks ago. Oh, I don't even care. You have to know, we got canceled first. I just want you to know. I got canceled oh, first. Oh, that's why I got canceled. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like, just so you know. Um, and then my dad brought, and see, this is, I've told you guys before, like when we had Jeff Durbin on, that like when my dad, when my dad has friends, I remember growing up and being like, oh, those are my dad's friends. Like that's yeah. my dad's friend. It's cool. We get to hang out. This was my my thing about you. Yeah. This week was the thing about Summer is that because of who her dad is, she knows people just as old family friends instead yeah. of what they're actually famous for. Right. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm finding out like way later in my life, like what Mike O'Fallon does. I'm finding out like all these things. You're like, oh, everybody like, oh, knows who that person is. Everybody. Not just me. Yeah. Okay. But the thing, the thing about our guest Eddie Delcor is that. I never thought of him as my dad's friend. I thought he was my friend. <laughs> so, Eddie, uh, welcome to the show. Well, well, we, we hung out more back We then. did, yeah. <laughs> it's true. I think it's y'all true. shared a little bit more together. Than, yeah, you know, yeah. Musical we taste, shared things musical like that. Taste. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, um, like, one of, the, one of the things that I remember about Eddie is that he really liked Tommy Dorsey. Oh, okay. And... I, it like I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm cool. I'll I'll listen to that. Like I can be cool like you. And then all the next thing I knew, I was like obsessed with Tommy Dorsey. And then I think I shared Weezer with you. Weezer. You guys were talking <laughs> about that. Happy yeah. Days too. yeah, yeah. So anyway, Eddie, um, 
this is fun. I don't even, I just, this <laughs> is too fun. I don't even know how to bring a structure to this. But um, the first thing I had to tell Joy about Eddie was that he was on the power team. Right. And I thought I was going to have to tell Joy what the power team yeah. was. But I guess I didn't have to tell you mm -mm. because you experienced the power team. Oh, yeah. I've seen, I've definitely seen it. In the I 90s? Again, the timelining thing that we've talked about. Yeah. Don't know what year that would have happened. <laughs> right. Long time. But I have, I have seen the power team. Yes. Okay. With my own eyes in person. Well, how, how long were you on? I was on, all through the 90s. I was on, we probably came to elementary school. Yeah. I was going to say, I, well, I was going to say, I don't know for sure if it was Eddie that was mm -hmm. on the team at the time, but it's, I mean, if it was probably, here, it was most likely yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell us what the power team is. Let me remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. Past tense. You know, yeah, a lot of younger people don't know what the power team is, and it's right. funny because the last conference I did with James White, he uh, he had to mention that no one. I didn't. I don't normally mention it, but James gets up there when he speaks and he says, "Oh, I when I heard that the Gripper would be here, I was just delighted to speak at this conference. You know, it's this academic conference at a big Presbyterian church." And everyone's all the grip. They're all the grip. What? And only James and I like, knew. That sounds like a disease. <laughs> so I Did he recover? Was, yeah, I, I recovered. But then the next time he spoke, well, I'm glad the gripper is here. And he's had to say it again. But then it got worse during question and answer. He writes the first question, unbeknownst to me. Question, what is the gripper? And what does he do? <laughs> And then instead of me explaining, no, I got to explain it. James had to explain it. <laughs> so now, okay, well, uh, it's your turn now. It's your uh, turn. Well, the power team, if you've ever seen the TV show, um, it was a group of athletes, and we'd go around the world, literally, and very large churches, and we would do feats of strength and all these things. And people would come in to see a guy. They wouldn't normally come in to see uh, someone speak at, at a church, but they would come in to see a guy put his put his head through eight feet of ice or, you know, <laughs> break through fire. So that was a whole idea. They would get people, most of the people that would come to the crusades were just unsaved folks. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it was successful in that sense because we have very big crowds. We'd go to very big, bizarre churches as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And what did the gripper do? You, now, all, you all had the, names, right? Yeah, like, okay. There was the rock before the other rock. There was the, <laughs> right. Yeah. The giant, human giant, Barry Hanley and all, all, yeah, everyone had a name. And, um, my thing, the gripper, I would, I would hold my hands gripped and um, 50 men on each side would be arm in arm, waist, in, waist to waist, and they would try to break the gripper's grip. And no one to this day has broken the gripper's grip around the world. Wow. We've done this around the <clears throat> world. And, uh, record was, holder. Yeah, I'm the rig for grip, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we didn't have YouTube back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't have cell phones no, or YouTube. No, I'm bummed about it because I Googled you. Like, I really wanted to see a video of this happening because I never got to see it. So if you Google it, I mean, you will see a... You, the mullet is there and then somebody took, like, they slow-moed you, but it's not the yeah, grip. No. It's like you broke... Um, you weren't doing the cement gripper. Block. Yeah, you were breaking cement. Your elbow. And they slow mode it and added like heavy metal to it, and it was just amazing. I, yeah, I don't know who <laughs> did that. There's a lot of still pictures. If someone looks up Power Team now, they'll get the modern Power Team. Which oh, are they still doing it? Not as yeah. Oh, yeah, they're still doing it. Oh, it's know. not. A, they're not as good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> an issue of classic. <laughs> you know, you've got the classic and then you got the modern. The yeah, original. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You know. Got it. You're, I'm you're sorry. The I'm sorry. I didn't take you summer to to see it. I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm I super bummed. I'm sorry.
Yeah, tell us that story. How? Why did I not get to go? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I barely personal I, invite. I, I do. I, I do remember him contacting me, and this was back in like AOL days or something. Yeah, we had the chat oh, room. Yeah yeah, 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 something like that. Yeah, and and I'm like, nah. He says, yeah, it's okay. If if you if you if you are part of the power team, hey, we work out on Monday nights at my house. You know, this was back when uh-huh. this was this was would had to have been after. It was 90s. It was in, oh, yeah, it was be, uh, actually it would have been late 90s. Late, late 90s, it was late right. 90s. <clears throat> late 90s. Yeah. And uh, we, we would work out on in the uh, dog hair gym. I know. I <laughs> yeah, remember. Where, Lex, uh, yeah, the, where the yeah. Daisy Mays hair was all over all the weights uh, that we had. And uh, he Lexi. showed up and uh, and we, oh, it was Lexi. That's Lexi. right, Lexi. Yep. And we would, we, we that's how it all started. I We didn't get much lifting done that night. No. Though when yeah. he showed up but uh i remember it was more just i just didn't you didn't tell me that i had been invited to this awesome thing and you were like no oh, just I'd... come over to my house yeah instead. i said why don't you bring i gave him a personal invite hey james why don't you bring your kids we're doing a big crusade in mesa why don't you bring your kids to the power team yeah, yeah. Okay. you're not on the power team that's all he said <laughs> <laughs> no investigation just you're not on the no. power team <laughs> I was so sheltered from all this like Christian culture very sad, and stuff. Very sad. Yes, you were. And now I realize it was all my dad's fault. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm owning it. Okay, owning so it. tell us what do you what do you do now? That you're yeah, not really. on the power I team. mean, I, I mean, how does that prepare you for future <laughs> ministry? Exactly. <laughs> well, it prepares me because I know what to expect if I ever speak at a charismatic church. Yeah, I know what to expect. That's true. So I know you the have to questions. put your head through ice. Yeah. Oh, I know yeah. the questions, questions. and you know, okay. it's funny because I, w- I was at a church, a charismatic church, and um, and I speak at all kinds of, of churches on different topics, and I was speaking on uh, I think Jehovah's Witnesses at this church in Wisconsin. And um, I said, if there's any questions, I wanted to question and answer pertaining to the particular topic in which I dealt. Um, you know, we're going to do question and answer, just questions. And the first question I got is, what do you think of Joyce Myers? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know she was a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> That's really confusing. Okay. And this is before the offering, so. <laughs> Got to be careful. So, yeah. So you yeah. go around and you answer questions about Joyce Myers. That's what you're yeah, up to these days. Yeah, that's ministries against Joyce Myers. No. <laughs> it's, um, it, it's an apologetic ministry. Um, and uh, we have a website, christiandefense.org. And similar to your logo, which I, I, we were just talking about that. And uh, you get the same <laughs> the e- emails I get. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And there's, it's, it's a hub. It's a database. And um, we just write a lot of articles. We have newsletters. And, and I, I do different conferences. I also go international. We do, uh, I work with this, this organization called First Love, where we go to Philippines, Nigeria, and Nepal. And we do pastor conferences. But we give away books, mm. tons of books that are, they're all reformed. Mm-hmm. And we just educate the pastors. Mm. A lot of the books are Bill Downing's books. Well, I think I think we had we uh, G three, didn't we have uh, like dinner or something with them? Oh yeah, 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 yeah Joe yeah. Jockowitz. Yeah. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. So it's a good organization, and um, because we filter all the books, mm-hmm. and they're all reformed. And Philippines, all these places, they need material. Yeah, they a horrible influence mm-hmm. of just. <clears throat> from Roman Catholicism to oneness to yeah which is the worst in Philippines and mm-hmm. uh, same with Nepal these countries they have no material because the missionaries we send out you know they're just they'll just promulgate John 316 and mm-hmm. you know that, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. there's no differentiation in, in the gospel a lot of times so they're not learning mm-hmm. so when they uh, imp- approach when they're approached by a Mormon or a oneness they don't know the difference 
Okay. Yeah. So that's one of the things I do too, which I think is really important. Yeah. What is a oneness? Um, <laughs> 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 um, it, it's, it, in a nutshell, briefly. It, I it, tried to teach her. I really did. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I did. Failed. That's how I feel when Tia asks someone a question like Jill asked the path. Well, Tia, I just told you this. That's like, right. Last year. Remember? Yeah. What yeah. Do you, what, what, uh, I spent this. your whole Tia. young life teaching you this. <laughs> That's right. You didn't and hear any of it. Him? Oh, man. Poor Tia. Poor Tia. <laughs> um, oneness organization. Um, and, and there's not one denomination that's oneness there's many denominations and a lot of them have different titles of churches one of the larger ones is, is the united pentecostal church international okay. right but there's many who are called apostolic or the church of jesus's name only or all kinds of bethel um, temple they use all kinds of terms so it's hard to actually detect if the church is oneness unless you look at their doctrine mm -hmm. okay but basically oneness is um they fundamentally they have the same construct of God as a Jehovah's Witness or a Muslim. They believe God is one person. He's unipersonal. So if he's one person, how do they explain the deity of Christ passages? Well, easy. Jesus is the Father. When he's acting in his divine mode, when he's acting as Son, the human Son, he's he's Jesus the Son. That's another mode. So it's really one God revealed in three modes, not three persons. But when they say one God, what they mean is one person who's Jesus, and we know that through the New Testament revelation, and when he says something like, I am, mm -hmm. that's the Father mode speaking, who's preexistent, mm -hmm. who creator of all things, but when he said, who touched me, that's the human son mode. So their mode's not person, and um, most, uh, many, too many leaders and pastors don't know the difference. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, for uh, Southern Baptist Convention, what was that? I think two years ago was when Phillips Craig and Dean was yes. invited to, to sing there. And one of the things that came out from that was they were able to sign the Baptist faith and message because the Baptist faith and message is not clear enough to identify oneness belief. Right. It cannot, mm. the, the people who wrote it, obviously there would have been people involved that would, that would have known. But as far as the wording goes, mm. even the Baptist faith and message is not specific enough. Now the 1689, mm, can't do that. Yeah, yeah. That's very, very specific, very, very clear. But the Baptist faith and message not. And I've said many times, I don't know if you agree with this, Eddie, but I think the most common heresy of ignorance in the evangelical church modalism. is modalism, is, mm. is a oneness view. Yeah. Um, because it's so easy to get someone to fall into it. Mm -hmm. I've role played with people. I remember this one poor, I hope he's still in the ministry. This one poor young, <laughs> this one youth group guy at, at a church in Florida. I think this is Michael Fallon's fault. Um, but I had him spouting oneness. I had him spouting modalism within 30 seconds, the beginning of our conversation. Mm. It was so easy to do because all you could do is go to John 14, you know, don't you John believe 10, that, you know, I and the Father are one, or John 10, John 14, if you see me, you've seen the Father, et cetera, et cetera. And I think most Christians understand there's only one God. And so they, Mormonism, yeah, become gods, that's, uh, nah, that, that's, that's too weird. But when it comes to the relationship of the Father, the Son, and the Spirit, and how there can be one God, the difference between being and person is unfortunately not preached upon, explained it. And so you hear it in prayer. I don't know how many modalistic prayers you've heard in Orthodox churches, but it's constant. In song. Oh, and, and in song both, but, but especially you'll hear people, oh, our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day. We thank you for all you've done for us. We thank you for dying for us. 
well, it wasn't the father who died. Right. Mm -hmm. And they, there's, there's tremendous confusion. And uh, as a result, most of our people just don't have a clue how to respond. And it, it really degrades worship too, because you need to, you, if right. you're going to talk about, I mean, the, the gospel's Trinitarian. So you, you need to know what the Father, the Son, the Spirit have done, the role, the relationship they have to one another. And a lot of our Christmas, old Christmas hymns, deeply Trinitarian and mm -hmm. accurate on that stuff. Mm -hmm. But we skip those verses at Christmas. <laughs> That's yeah. the, one, mm -hmm. the ones that have the deep theology. It's like, you know, whatever, <laughs> we'll, we'll skip over that particular one. So as a result, most of our, our, our people, they hear someone speaking oneness and they're like, well, well that sounds okay. That, yeah. Hey, praise God. Yeah, praise God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and so there's, there's almost no meaningful outreach as far as, uh, I mean, we could probably name on, on both hands with fingers left over the number of people that, that, that we would suggest take on David Bernard uh, in a debate, right? Yeah, yeah. Who's David Bernard? David Bernard is the chief theologian of the UPCI. What's the UPCI? Uh, United Pentecostal Church International, which you just okay. mentioned a okay. few moments ago. Okay, just want to make um, sure I'm tracking. All yeah, right? UPCI, <laughs> and they're they're based in, in they're real close to that church I go to every single December. We were this close oh. to getting a debate set up this year, mm. oh. so we and it fell through. Um, mm. So we're 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 gonna keep trying, but <clears throat> you just don't you just don't almost never hear you hear seminars all the time about Jehovah's Witnesses because they're knocking on your door and the Mormons because they're knocking on your door. But the UPCI guys, or the, uh, and there's, uh, UPCI had a split, and there's, a, it used to be they were extremely strict, I mean, yeah. denim dress type, Pentecostal holiness type thing. Head coverings. Head coverings, one yards. And then it's blown up. And so now you've got all sorts of, they just look like standard charismatic churches, mm. but you dig into their, their statement of faith mm -hmm. and they'll either be oneness or there's some, like one of the guys on, on Phillips Craig and Dean, there's some that literally say, you know, some people say person, some people say manifestation. We don't really know. And so they don't, they don't, even, they don't even take a position on it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a real issue. And unfortunately <coughs> it's, it's pretty much ignored because most of our people Accuracy and knowledge of the Trinity? Mm, no, you know. And we're working on, uh, in, in Apologia, we're one of our, our, our catechism question right now. Uh, last Sunday, uh, I just nudged Jeff before, <clears throat> before he did the catechism question. I said, hey, uh, have we talked about the hypostatic union? And he says, no, do it. <laughs> so so I, went, I went and did the catechism mm -hmm. question. And, and so I defined what the hypostatic union was because the catechism question is specifically about how Jesus is the son of God and he remains the God man. Yeah. and what the relationship the divine the human in christ is and unfortunately that's just not really discussed the way it needs to be discussed in most churches yeah and uh, the analogies kill me oh yeah oh the, anal <laughs> the, the analogies are all modalistic the, they're all yeah. oneness or, 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 or they're they're polytheistic you yeah. know uh -huh. yep. the, yeah the egg that's polytheistic uh -huh. uh, and you know what i've seen over and over and over is christians in their explanation of the trinity they're functionally oneness mm. in, their, in their That's modalism, Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> or in, in their explanation of justification, they're, they're functionally Catholic. Right. When they explain all these things. Mm. What know? do you mean by, I'm interested in what you mean by that one. When functionally Catholic. Yeah. Well, explain that. Functionally meaning they explain salvation in terms of Catholicism, mm -hmm. in terms of um, whether it's a, what they had to do, whether a decision right. or their faith act or something they had to do, God responds uh -huh. and then they're saved until they, they right. there's some lack of performance. Right. 
and then they have to get resaved. Right. Re, you know, just, no imputed righteousness, yeah, no, no understanding right. of no, the centrality imputed. of Christ, union with Christ, none of that kind of stuff. And and the the analogies he's talking about when you're talking about the water, yeah. when you're and especially when you're talking about. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a father, but I'm also a son. Uh, what? But I'm also a husband. Uh, oh, people yeah. Yeah. Uh, the analogies yeah. concerning yeah, about the relationship of the divine persons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that oh, hurt that's, my that's stomach. That's very. Yeah. Oh, I wish you had. You have no earthly idea how common yeah. that is. I don't. That's like, I mean, husband, father, son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's exactly what I and grew I, up. Yeah, learning. that's modalism. That's mm -hmm. pure. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pure modalism. modalism and in, in all fairness, I would see a lot of Christians in that category as being confused about a doctrine is not the same as, as a rejected. oneness person rejecting right. the doctrine. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Same with, yeah, same with doctrines of grace. You know, mm -hmm. I just I see a difference from someone. Hey, I'm I'm saved through grace alone, but I had to have faith. You know, I mm -hmm. I see that confusion not the same as a Roman Catholic saying I'm not saved by grace right. or right. faith alone. Right. What does um what does the oneness have to do with Pentecostalism? Like there, I always hear the phrase, you know, oneness Pentecostals. That's yeah. a thing. What does the oneness have to do with the Pentecostal? <laughs> How, why is this always married? Because in the, in in the beginnings, um, oneness were very Pentecostals. They were categorized as oneness Pentecostal. As James said, um, a lot of the legalism has caused a bifurcation between the strict UPCI and now you have all these offshoots who are laxed in the strictness that the UPCI had. Almost TBN-ish. Yeah, and most of them, I, I've never really encountered, maybe you have a oneness who was not charismatic. No, I haven't. Because either. most of them are okay. charismatic, okay. but to different degrees. Some are conservatively charismatic. Okay. You know. yeah. they, they argue as to who came first, but, okay. but basically most of the historians I know of would say that the same group, the same movement that gave birth to the Pentecostal holiness, uh, assemblies of God, so on and so forth, there was a split over the doctrine of the Trinity, and that's, okay. where, yeah. that's where the UPC initially, United Pentecostal Church, came out of that. And so a lot of them, you'll have their Trinitarian heresy, you'll have a baptismal uh, assertion that comes along yeah. with that called Jesus only. You'll be baptized only in Jesus' name. Have you ever noticed in the book of Acts, it says they were baptized in the name of Jesus, not mm -hmm. in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so they say, see, some of them will question the textual re reliability of Matthew, Matthew 28, 19 through 20, uh, or they'll reinterpret it or whatever else. But the point is, if you were baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you weren't validly baptized because it needs to be in Jesus' name only. And then most of them will do believe, at least UPCI still does, that you must speak in tongues to be saved. It is it's a sign of salvation itself. So if you've not spoken in tongues, you've not been saved. That's burdensome. Oh, it's a, yeah. Uh, it is. And then you have groups like uh, T.D. Jake's church. You have a mix. You have some oneness, some you know, yeah. some unstudied Trinitarians that just refuse to believe he's a oneness because Jake's doesn't teach oneness every Sunday. Right. If you look at his catalog of resources, there's nothing on the nature of God. But he has, you know, very clearly. And I just tell people, look, go to the man's website. Go to the man's doctrinal statement. Read for yourself. Three manifestations have never historically been the definition never. of the doctrine of the Trinity. Manifestations no. are not, I'm not married to a manifestation. I'm married to a person. Right. 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 It does matter. Right. Yeah, if, if you have the problem using the term person, 
And that's what they'll normally say is, well, you know, that's not what the Bible says. And so I just want to use biblical language. So they'll use something like manifestation instead. Where does it which, say that? So they well, well, in the, in the, in, in, well, in the King James, uh, it, it, you know, oh, God was manifest. manifested in yeah. the flesh. Manifest, yeah. Uh, okay. And so, so they'll, they'll use that type of terminology. But uh, obviously the big thing with Jake's was you had the elephant room thing and people trying to rehabilitate him. Say he truly, he really is Trinitarian. I said at the time, if you are scared to use the term person, it's probably because you're not a Trinitarian. Yeah. And he clearly isn't. So that's a way to help to spot them. Like if you want to spot them, that might be an indicator. Yes, yes. And it might be. And unfortunately, a lot of churches, though, when you look at their doctrinal statement, mm -hmm. it says things like grammatically, it asserts oneness. We believe in one God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. And now that's oneness. Now they may not intend that, but right. it's just their wordage. <laughs> right. And they, or I don't even like the term person at three personalities. No, uh -uh. you know, no, of course not. Because my dog is a personality. You know, it just, <laughs> you know, it's not, a per right. it's not a person. Yeah. You know? I might have a different but, personality but Jake's, tomorrow. In all of his statements, and he's changed his doctoral statement for manifestation. He had dimension. God exists in three dimensions. Before that, it was manifestations. But it's still three non persons. Right. 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 He's afraid of to that term day. because of the, if it's historical meaning. No, there's there's really only one way that I know of, and 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 add add to this if you will, Eddie. But the the, the most effective, efficient way to smoke out, um, not to smoke, but to smoke out, uh, to detect. I shouldn't do that while you're drinking. Is that is that is that the problem? Okay, it's sorry. The problem but, I have frequently. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've just I've just been practicing for thirty years, so it's pretty good. Um, it's. It, I think that almost happened the last time. I yeah. think it came did. On. I think it did. No, yeah. I actually, um, I actually spit out my drink a couple of weeks ago. Eric was he. I took a drink and I was eating Arby's, which I haven't really? eaten since the last time I saw you. I feel awesome. like. Awesome. <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna try Arby's, and I was drinking something, and then Eric told me a joke, and I tried. Like I tried really hard, but it just I spit yeah. it out anyway. Well, I'm. <laughs> Very glad that I made that observation. Um, You're so, welcome. But this is, as, as far as I can tell, this is the most efficient way is to ask someone, do you believe that the sun preexisted as a divine person in fellowship and communion with the Father in eternity past? Because what they're uncomfortable with is the idea of personhood persons existing in eternity so so you know the upci basically you know, david bernard in his book the oneness of god basically presents a jesus who's two people so from their perspective the son came into existence at his birth in bethlehem right but he's eternally existed because he was indwelt by the person that we would identify as the father so the the prayers of jesus are a creature communicating with the eternal divine being that indwells within him. So he's two persons. And that's why our catechism question, one person, mm -hmm. two natures, that's the difference. So they have, a t they have Jesus who is basically a ventriloquist. They, they he's, have he's a Nestorian Jesus. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's talking to himself type of thing. Yeah. So um, that to me is how you, smoke somebody out. Did the son as a divine person exist eternally in communion with communication with the father? You can bring the spirit in, but 
I've never had anyone who would answer yes to that and then have some or they'll say he he was a distinct person in the mind of the father right yeah, right right you know. right right so, but, right. so how do they explain the first chapter of John uh, it's, I was telling Eddie that I was just listening. I, I, I'll send you the, the audio if you haven't heard it, but it was within the past six months, someone sent me the audio of David Bernard. He and I did two radio, they, they call them, them yeah. debates. They weren't, radio, radio is never debate uh, because you don't have a thesis or time control. And he's a gracious like guy when he debates. Right, pretty much. Yeah. I, I think it would be very, very useful to people, but this was only like six, eight months ago, yeah. and he's still referring to the radio programs we did 20 years ago. <laughs> hmm. it must and have been the, good. And the questions that are being asked of him are still from that exact thing. And feels. John 1 1, <laughs> yeah, John 1 1 came up. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to do something serious and something else is going on. I don't know. Sad. Okay. <laughs> the gripper, he's sad. <laughs> oh, oh, so, so that, is, that's what you were thinking about the yeah, gripper 20, 20 years, years ago? ago. Yeah, <laughs> you know that remember. feels going back to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't remind me of what it was like. And everybody knew who I was and asked me to blow up water bottles. So <laughs> <laughs> they explode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. So anyways. So, John won. Yeah, so, yep. so even listening to Bernard trying to deal with John 1-1, what they have to do is ch put all of that into the idea of God's foreknowledge. God foreknew that this unique person, Jesus, was going to exist. And so it, it's, not, it's not the eternal communion of father and son. Uh, it's all based on this idea of foreknowledge. Problem is God knew all of us would do that too. So that does, it doesn't make any sense. And I think that's one of the reasons we're having a problem getting a debate mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. Because under cross-examination, the answers they give to those types of questions just don't, they don't Because fly. they'll arbitrarily interpret the logos as the mind of God, right. not the person, even though it's not used that way, right? And particularly when you look at the prologue, and I get emails all the time, particularly by Jehovah's Witnesses, or people who want to defeat the Jehovah's Witnesses, and they're telling me all the Greek they went in, John went one, all these things. But, you know, the, the most effective way, I think, to interpret John 1, 1 is to look at the entirety of the prologue. Right. To verse 18 where clearly the the only begotten god is distinct from the one which he reveals you know right yeah but that's how they look at the logos in spite of lexical information the mind of god yeah mm -hmm. in the beginning was the word meaning you know the the mind and the word was with god isn't your mind your thoughts your plans with you i mean that's how they they right they explain oh it. they have to deperson they have to depersonalize the logos into a concept that then becomes real in time so you don't really have an incarnation in the sense of the second person. They don't have a second person. There's only one person. They're Unitarians. Right. You've got, they assume Unitarianism. What's weird is if you deal with the people we deal with, if you deal with Muslims, you deal with Jehovah's Witnesses, they're Unitarian monotheists. Okay. So there's only one person, there's only right. one God, therefore they're subordinationists. So the son is subordinated to the father he's made a creature what's weird when you're dealing with oneness and why they get away with what they get away with and get accepted is because they will they are also unitarian monotheists but in essence and in essence they do subordinate the son into a mere human nature but then they'll turn around and say jesus is god okay. because the father dwells within him so he is two persons and one of those two persons was deity and bernard believes the son role will end yeah why you know, because he's a creature. Because 
1 Corinthians 15, 15 says he will. Yeah, 1528, <laughs> be subjected, right? Oh, okay. So, okay, if I know someone who's oneness, what resources can I go to to help me help them? Like, what do I need to know to help someone in that strain of thought? I think you want to show them, I mean, John 1, Colossians 1, Hebrews 1, differentiate the Father and Son as two distinct persons, and it shows that the Son ontologically is God, but yet distinct, especially Hebrews, the prologue of Hebrews, Pre- uh, yeah. where yeah. the God the Father actually addresses the Son as, as, as the Lord of Psalm 102. I mean, what do you, you know, I, I heard the horrible explanations on that. Bernard, <laughs> I think, devotes a whole page trying to explain that away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but I think showing these prologues I also think you have to make a decision first. A lot of Christians have already made a decision. This doesn't matter. Mm. This mm. is too esoteric. That's what I was going to say. It's, 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 it's like too, not a doctrine that really seems to matter if you get it right exactly, or wrong exactly. nowadays. As long as you love in, God. In our church, in, in, look, <laughs> not in our church, speaking yeah, of apology, but in most churches, this is never addressed. It's not relevant to the worship. It's not relevant to a person's life. And so how in the world are you supposed to convince somebody? that this is actually a salvific issue. Um, I go to 1 John, 1 John chapter 2, where, where John directly states that if you do not have the Son, you do not have the Father who sent him. Their Son is a mere creature. Mm. Their Son has not eternally existed as God. They mm-hmm. do not believe that the Son became flesh, that he simply always was flesh. He was created in that way. Mm-hmm. And he came into existence in Bethlehem in that way. Um, and so, I th- really think that if you ask the Apostle John, John, what do you think? Uh, you presented them oneness. Now, that, this didn't develop. This developed in the next century, so you don't have anything in the New Testament about it. But if you presented this to the, to the Apostle John, I think his response would be pretty, pretty clear. Uh, they, don't, they don't have either the, the Father or the Son. Mm. Uh, and so you have to make a decision on that. And I would say the majority of Christians have made the decision that, you know what? Since it doesn't impact my life, I'm not going to let it impact uh, my relationship with anybody else either. And so they just go, okay, we'll talk about that baptism thing. And they'll go on to something else Mm -hmm. and just not even worry about this. Mm -hmm. That's my, I think that was what most people have done. Hmm. They're not interested. Yeah. It's either just not worry about (coughs) it or the bad analogy, like kind of fit it into a little box that Mm -hmm. we can understand. Right. Like our human brains can understand like three in one, the clover, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. But not re- it doesn't it's really matter if it's like yeah. totally misrepresenting <laughs> what that means. Let's <laughs> not get it all. You know, Charlie's um, has a, I think you know about this. He has a test you can take on his website. How right. well do you know the Trinity? Right. Um, and it was so funny because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm going to, this came out, I want to say three or four years ago. I was like, I'm going to go take the test. And, you know, I'm whizzing through it. And then I realized, so you, when you answer a question, it gives you, it tells you like what the answer is. And I think there's like 34 questions and like 32 of them were like, well, as James White said in the Forgotten Trinity, uh, we know this is true because, well, as James White said in the Forgotten Trinity. <laughs> and so as I continued taking the test, I got nervous. I was like, well, I can't fail this one. I, uh, if oh, my I, dad. You're like, I'm I pretty sure if my, if my computer, my IP address fails right. this, it goes like, to my dad it, or like something. I'm report. And I just want you to know that I didn't know much about one of Pentecostals, but I aced there you go. Charlie's Trinity test. There so you, yeah. you did something, I guess, just like you, osmosis. You know, <laughs> another, another problem, another th- thing I, that I see is if, if you, um, 
anyone who just reads the Gospel of John or the entirety of the New Testament mm -hmm. would never get, if come, come to the Bible with a clean slate, you would never get the idea that Jesus is his own father. No. Mm -hmm. When the father loves the son, the right. son loves the father, the, they, they interact with each other using uh, first to third person pronouns, John all these 17, things. Five. John 17, 5. You would have to be taught yes. that mm -hmm. Jesus is the Father. You would have to be taught mm -hmm. what John 17, 5 really means and John 1, 1 really means and John 10, 30 really means mm -hmm. to come to the conclusion that Jesus is this modalistic kind of Unitarian deity. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. You know. So true. Yeah. I, the, I mean, when you listen, Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory which I had in your presence before the world was. Every pronoun, everything is one person speaking to another person. It is so obvious, and yet they have to literally go, yeah, that's one guy talking to himself, and that's his human side talking to his divine side, and somehow his human side knows that he existed as a thought in the Father's mind or something. I, I mean, it just, the prayer life of Jesus is the fundamental refutation yeah. of oneness teaching. Yeah. There's just no two ways about it. Absolutely. I mean, just just listen to their best, not, don't, don't, listen to poor some some person who doesn't know what they're talking about listen to their best attempt mm -hmm. to deal with the prayer life of jesus mm -hmm. and you'll sit there and go wow mm -hmm. that's ooh, that's ugly falls apart because it's easy it's easy to find yeah. christians who trying to explain the trinity just stumble all over themselves you can do that with with any with any group right find the best right. and the best will will demonstrate what we're talking about right okay last question um do you think pineapple goes on pizza Yes, you I, do. I put pineapple on pizza. Good man. <gasps> I have no cheese though on it. Oh. Oh, are you uh, no, vegan? <laughs> no. Or do you I, have I, an I, intolerance I, I, of some kind? I'm gonna have to reject that. <laughs> <laughs> negative. Uh, the negative vibes. I just want, look. I, I got married in Sicily, and in Italy, I found that the pizza doesn't normally come with cheese. I, yeah, I've heard it's very different. It. Yeah, oh. but I've never liked just, so, just so based on this one time like you got though, married yes. in Sicily you decided no more cheese on your pizza <laughs> I'm guessing I never it's had, like <laughs> I never liked the cheese I mean yeah. I'm assuming when once you've had the original of something oh. the Americanized version is probably Ruined not as good it? good word good word yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay Eddie where can they find your stuff if somebody wants to ask you a lot of questions now that they heard you on our show well at first don't go to the power team website <laughs> that would be very confusing <laughs> um, christiandefense.org okay that's where you can get a hold of Eddie and you guys know where you can get a hold of my dad you guys know are you, you can guys get a hold of Todd Friel. are you guys uh gonna uh, do you have any plans to resurrect the power team <laughs> you two us yeah, um, James oh, and I, I feel like we I have think the you power could, team here today. I feel like you guys <laughs> like, could put something together and people I, would no, show up no, for you've, it. You've seen, you've seen, you've seen the picture of me when I was big. Yeah. I am not, I'm not big anymore. Uh, what, what's this? What's this? <laughs> Eddie showed me. There you. He's got a pope the hat. Roman ca uh, power team. <laughs> that was at your debate, by the way, in the oh. parking lot. In the parking lot. Yeah, great. Eddie would, yeah, we'd go to like that's that's so Eddie to go to like a debate you're doing a Catholic debate and like wear a pope hat. Something that's like just, that. <laughs> break a bat. <laughs> break a bat and just wear a pope hat and that's totally it. Some, some power feats out in the out in the parking lot. That guy has a huge block of ice with him. Hmm. He's about to break it. <laughs> 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 All right, guys, that is it for this week. You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. Mm -hmm. Is that our voicemail number? Yep. Yeah, that's our voicemail Just number. 
as long as it's not your phone number i think right it's good. one time i tried to give them my personal <laughs> phone number and i don't want that um so you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 you can hit us up at um patreon.com slash um we will see you guys next week yeah thanks guys okay.